Hi everyone, welcome to the freshly revived Runs with Dogs. I am Jen, joined as always by GR Dad. Run, 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 back from the dead. (laughs) (laughs) We just have so many podcasts. And you people, speak for yourself. I'm not anything besides yours, but you're on the agenda. <laughs> just like borrowing, lo- loaning out your brilliance. So we took a bit of a hiatus from this podcast, as you said before we were rudely interrupted by the dogs. Um, injuries. Injuries. We haven't been running as much. You can't sit. I still can't sit like a normal person. Unbelievable. It's been since January of 2021. I can't believe how well you handle this and how badly I would handle this. I would be shooting myself where it hurts or something. (laughs) Like something drastic and useless and not good. Punch (laughs) myself in the butt. It would be. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do. It would be bad. It would probably involve drinking. So I think everybody who listens to this podcast also listens to the Golden Ratio podcast where I've talked about it. But... Uh, so I have proximal hamstring tendinopathy, also known as high hamstring tendinopathy, a dreaded runner's injury because it takes years to get better. I think it's butt soreness. It, it is kind of butt soreness. It's where the hamstring tendon connects to your sit bone. So if you sit in a chair, you push on it and it hurts. You haven't sat in a chair for like a year and a half. Not like a normal person. Not really. Unthinkable. So I have had physical therapy. I have had platelet-rich plasma injections. I have done just all the things. And it's just, I think, slowly getting better on its own. It's not all the way better yet. Unbelievable. So I took a lot of time off running last year because I, I had to to like let it heal up. I'm running more now. So uh, yeah, maybe we'll do like a recap of the last year and a half. Yeah, sure. It should be fairly, yeah. Do you want to go in chronological or reverse chronological? Oh, my God. My head just, like... Do you want to start in 2021 or start today and go back? Crumpled a little bit. No, let's start in 2021, I suppose. Although I have a dark spot where a lot of that happened or didn't happen. Yeah, there was a lot of not happening. I'm not sure 2021 actually happened. The whole year. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like like a former drug addict or something where I'm like, oh, 2021, I'm real, real hazy on that year. So I did the 100 miler in September of 2020. Yes, the and one where you hallucinated. I did. Yeah. I know we did an episode on that. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I think that probably I didn't give myself enough time to like fully recover from that. And I'm guessing that's how I ended up with this injury. But you don't know that at the time. There's no, no, no. I didn't have any problems with this at the time. But anyway, it's a hypothesis. So this started in January and by kind of March of 2021, I had to take a bunch of time off. But the Boston Marathon, which I was supposed to run in April of 2020, uh, it, of course, got canceled then and rescheduled to the fall of 2020, and then that got canceled. (laughs) So it was finally rescheduled for uh, October of 2021. Yeah. And so I I basically wasn't able to run until July. And so I had to take like three or four months off. And then I was like, okay, like got to run Boston. And, you know, I'm not missing that. So I ran the Boston Marathon for the first time for me in 2021. And uh, it was great. And I don't know what else to say. It's like a religious experience for long distance runners. It's an epic, epic marathon. I, the one, I just wanted to clarify that when you say, the first I was able to run is like the first run where it didn't make it worse. Like you're, you're not going to run if it makes it worse. Your butt. I was not allowed to run. Like the also injections true. that I got 
um doctor's orders yeah you have to take like eight weeks off or something so um i mean it hurt to run for a very long time yeah the, now it doesn't but i mean three months ago it would hurt sometimes when i ran it's weird that it hurts to sit but not to run like it's kind of backwards like it hurts me to run i'm great sitting i'm really good lying down it's like you're pushing on a bruise pushing <sighs> on the hurt part when you sit with yeah. all of my pounds so two, two there's like three of them anyway uh so yeah the boston marathon was amazing it was so amazing and it was and i think we talked a little bit about this on the golden ratio podcast like I love running ultras. I think I love ultras more than big city marathons, but there's a real like ceremony and experience around big city marathons. And we have always done a few every year. And I did not know how much they were missing from my life because they all got canceled because of COVID. So Boston was really one of the first ones to go at the end of 2021. And, uh, and we hadn't run any big city marathons since 2019. Yeah, and you'd run like virtual marathons and much longer, but it's so much different it's with not spectators. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, I was very weepy the whole time. And <laughs> uh, I got home from it and I was like, um, I need more of this in my life. And so <laughs> I was like, when is the next big city marathon I can do? Well, in four weeks, the New York City <laughs> Marathon is happening. Um, yeah, not like, <laughs> not like, you know, some minor marathon in in st louis or it's a cincinnati flying pig you're like oh new york that's another york city marathon that's one of the big five a, a marathon that you need to get into about 10 months before it actually happens absolutely and it's four weeks before and uh <laughs> i mean it's ridiculous and so i emailed every charity group that had entries and i was like i know that this is stupid what i'm asking uh, please don't think that i think this is a reasonable thing I know this is stupid, but I will totally raise a whole bunch of money for you. So if any of your people like didn't do their thing and you got an extra bib, uh, I I totally know how to raise money and I will raise it for you in 24 hours. Just let me know. And uh, a bunch of them emailed me back and they're like, oh, you know, that sounds really great. But like registration for charity runners has already closed. There's nothing we can do. Thanks anyway. And it was like closed by a day or two, right? Yeah. It was, it was a technical thing. And then one group emailed me back and they're like, um, you know, registration closes today, but I know someone who could push a button and delay it 24 hours. But um, can we talk at 9 a.m.? Because like, who is this crazy lady? Like, <laughs> And so I had like a Zoom call with him at 9 a.m. the next morning and um you know, I'm repeating a lot of stuff from the Golden Ratio podcast, but I guess from a while ago. Um, this is a a group that does hospice. I mean, they, they do rehab and they do like all kinds of, it's a hospital system, a nonprofit hospital system. But one of the things that they do is hospice and they work with a program that keeps people with their pets when they go into hospice. So <laughs> Inga's trying to get Brody's attention. <laughs> Brody doesn't want to be pet. He's standing just out of reach on purpose. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. They, so it's Allied Services, um, which is in like the Allegheny Valley in 
Pennsylvania. It was like a very kind of random connection. Um, but they work with a national network of places that will keep pets with their people who go into hospice. It's a huge tie. It's actually a really good tie-in with it, dogs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were just kind of talking through all the stuff they do because all, all of their programs are really amazing. Um, and then when they talked about that one, I was like, oh, this is great. And it really obviously hit a nerve for a lot of people because I wasn't going to aggressively fundraise. I was going to be like, look, you know, I'm doing this crazy thing. If you want to you know donate to these people like that's great but you know i wasn't you know actively pushing it i was like i'll pay everything myself to cover this um and i raised a ton of money for them a ton more money for them than uh than we had to because i think a lot of people have had family members go into hospice or refuse to go into hospice when they needed to because they didn't want to get separated from their dogs and so um it was actually really lovely to partner with them yeah, it's a huge gap like that you don't even think about until you have, frankly, you, you were in that situation or a relative in that situation where it's like, what do you do with your pet? You're, mm-hmm. you're not, you're not going to upend your life if it means leaving your pet who's your companion. That's really important. Yeah, and I mean, if you're like in need of going into hospice, you can't take care of your dog anyway. No, but you really don't want to give up your dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this group, like, they make it so you can keep your pet with you, and then people will help take care of them, and um, they get placed. So, you know, you're going into hospice because you don't have a lot of time left, and so when you die, they get placed with a good family. So it's just, it's lovely. Yeah, so you have a, you know they're going to be taken care of. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, um, so I ran for them, and I got to run the New York City Marathon, which was great. A um, lot of high energy. It was quite an experience. That's a lot of people converging on one race to watch it. Yeah, it it was pretty epic. A lot of Golden Ratio fans showed up and cheered for me and gave me snacks. And um, Sexy Beast is a good shirt. That, that was, was the beginning. That was a Boston invention, but still. No, no, that was a New York City invention. Oh, so, was it really? Yes. So oh. I was after Boston. Um, you know, I, I think I was talking to someone and I was like, you know, one thing you should do is put your name on your shirt and then people are going to cheer for you. And this is not a thing I, I usually do, but it's like good advice. And I was like, I should totally do this, but I don't want to put Jen on my shirt because there's like a zillion Jens. I got to put something on my shirt. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was kind of workshopping ideas and I settled on Sexy Beast. And I did a poll. I was like, should I put GR Mom or Sexy Beast? And GR Mom won by like 80 to 20 percent and i was like i'm doing sexy beast anyway and so i got these sexy beast letters and i stitched them on my shirt and for six hours i just had thousands of new yorkers yelling sexy beast at me (laughs) uh they would sometimes do a little dance with it totally works in new york i can absolutely picture it they it was surprising to everybody um they would go sometimes it'd be like a dude would be like you go, sexy beast. And then his girlfriend would look at him and be like, what the hell? And he's like, it was on her shirt. <laughs> she wanted that. Yep. <laughs> um, I'd get whole blocks cheering sexy beast. Like they love, people love the ability to yell out sexy beast. Um, it brought a lot of joy to people. It was amazing for me. In fact, at the start of the race, you go across the bridge from Staten Island into Brooklyn. Um the Veranzano Narrows Bridge. I can never say yeah, the name of that bridge. Big bridge. And yeah, big. so there's no spectators allowed on the bridge, but there were like two city workers in the middle. Oh my God. 
and I'm running on the lower deck and there's just two dudes down there, like the ult, like stereotypical New Yorker, city worker dudes. Big guys with construction hats. Yeah, exactly. Hard hats, yeah. yeah. And, and they're just like, you know, standing there waiting for everybody to get back. And one guy's like, <laughs> sexy beast. And I was like, woo, that's me. And the other guy's laughing uh, and thus kicked off. Just it it was amazing. It is. It's not really dirty. It's not derogatory. It I just, put it on there, so I want it. It sounds exciting to say, but it's not a curse word. There's no. like it's a very interesting middle ground where it's like it just sounds awesome, and it sounds like it sh- it's like a little bit illegal, but it's not. It nope. shouldn't. It's not. <laughs> um. So that has become like my go-to for all the races now. So uh, I did those and then um, Community Rowing in Boston, who I fundraised for twice to get my one <laughs> entry into the Boston Marathon. They're like, uh, you know, if you want to be on the team again in the spring, you're welcome. And I was like, yes, put me down. So I uh, ran with them again this spring, which is when the Boston Marathon's supposed to be. Like in 2021, yeah, it was in the fall. One of the few people who've run two Boston Marathons in like six months or six whatever months yeah, yeah. that's actually a, an elite group <laughs> it's not gonna happen again no I, I mean i hope not um so yeah it's normally in april and so i was like well i mean it was great running it you know for the first time it was back it was the 125th running um but it would be nice to run it and like get the exact experience you know run it in april and um and like in in November of 21, they had like a rolling start. Like you just show up and like go when you wanted to go. Like you didn't have corrals because they didn't want people, you know, standing around together. So uh, it was much more normal this year. And uh, yeah, so I did that. I wore, I got a new Sexy Beast shirt made, a long sleeve Sexy Beast shirt because it was too cold to wear my short sleeve one. Um, amazing. And so I was coming down Boylston Street at the end of the race and I was pretty far towards the back because they made the charity runners start at the very back this year um and i still have to run a lot not that i'm ever fast but i have to run a lot slower than normal for me because of the injury so i was kind of towards the back but it was still like lined with spectators and i i come up on one block and like one girl sees the shirt and it's like <laughs> sexy beast and i was like put my hands up i was like yeah and everybody's like woo so i got like it was just me and this whole block sexy beast That's cheering hilarious. for me i mean i could in boston it's possible they're not sober by then either oh like, no watching the marathon uh, not in new york either everybody yeah. was drunk yeah i mean if you're just rolling out of your out of your house to watch you know you don't have to be sober no i mean yeah. i think they've been partying all day <laughs> they love yelling sexy beast it, then it's it really brings a lot of joy to people so um that is a thing that's been happening and it went pretty well it didn't hurt as much as the fall races did in terms of my injury and then i was like all right well i don't know what i'm gonna do next and i can i had considered doing the 50k at the keys 100 which is in may so it was about a month later and the timing was great in terms of my training but we were supposed to go to a wedding and on the same weekend and uh for many logistical things came up it ended up like 10 days before that we couldn't go to the wedding and i was like i'm doing the race then <laughs> it's like right here at my house and uh so i did you okay and go yeah 50k yep just like no big deal i, I mean it's only five miles further 
Yeah. How was the weather for the It was freaking <laughs> hot. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um yeah, so the 50k so it starts in Big Pine Key and it goes into Key West. Um it's kind of the it covers all of the part of the Keys 100 that I DNF'd at. I mean, I ran a little bit of it when I failed to complete in 2019, I guess. But uh I got to finish. It, and I crewed, but it's so much easier crewing a 50k that goes past our house and that you are super familiar with the route. I mean, you you knew like every tree on this on this run. I've run it a zillion times. Yeah. And uh, in, in fact, for the first half, you weren't really crewing because you'd take Hopper to the vet. So you like dropped me yeah, off, drove home, got hops, drove past me, took her to the vet, drove home and then kind of uh. met me uh, at about halfway, which is on our key. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's a mile ago. and a half from our house. So pouring, I'm like, please come out to Route 1 on our key and meet me. Like, it's so hot. It, I mean, it was a really oppressively hot day. Um, I'm like, I'm going to need to sit in the air conditioning. I'm going to need some drinks. I'm going to need to eat some stuff. And he's like, okay. And I was like, park in this little spot right here, like right off. It's like right where we live, right? It's like on, in our neighborhood. Like, park here. I'll meet you over there. And he's like, okay. So I I turn off of Route 1 and I was like, Ingo's going to be parked right here in this like empty lot by the street. And I walk the, you know, whatever, 0.05 miles to the little driveway into the empty lot and Ingo's not there. And I call Ingo. I'm like, where the hell are you? He's like, I'm behind the fire hydrant, which is like halfway back towards Route 1. You walked past. Them. I did. And I looked at the fire hydrant and there's just the the road i have photographs of this i do too We're, we'll post them for this episode so there's the road and then there's the fire hydrant and then there's like a 10 foot tall wall of trees and Ingo's like there's a path behind the fire hydrant and i have to say i have been past it many 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 times since this race and there's like a six inch wide opening with like branches crossing it behind the fire hydrant and Ingo's like i can't believe you didn't see me like parked behind there it's it like you walk past it you obvious. don't think there's a path We'll post pictures and we'll do a poll. <laughs> All right. So come to Jen Runs with Dogs yeah. on Twitter. And um, I, I admit I was trying to be clever or I was proud of myself for being clever and it was not communicated well. And I was not a good crew person at the time. And I was very hot and very crabby and very tired. And I was like, get the car over here. No, it was not. It was not. A, it was not obvious. It was not good. I think. I mean, I got in the car and I think I was like, I'm going to need you to get out of the car. I may have said that. I know I was alone in the car for a while. You may have just been like, oh, no, I better get out of here. Yeah, you were like, walk as far as I did extra or something. I had to walk around for a while. There was something there. Oh, there was a cooler or something. I think I left the cooler closer to the road and I had to go get the cooler. I was There's real mad. There. I think I put the cooler behind the hydrant. By the time I was done with that 10 minute dr break, I had like drank two Cokes, ate half a family sized bag of Lay's potato chips and sat in the air conditioning. I was in a much better mood. But it was an end. emotional roller coaster. You'd gone through seven different emotions, none of them positive until <laughs> the end when you were like hydrated and salted. I was like, and you're like, OK, better now. Thanks very much. Um, you're still a dick, but it's fine. We I will feel discuss better. later about how it's impossible to see the car through. I've the wall gathered a lot of strength to argue <laughs> with you. Mm hmm. But um, after that, you were around more. I mean, I didn't need you around for the first half anyway. So you said I, I ran out of water maybe a mile before I met you and was walking. So, you know, I was OK. And there, there were plenty of places. I actually stopped at a gas station 
um, at one point and I got like a fountain Coke. Yeah, that's pretty good. Put all the ice in my pack when I finished drinking the Coke. So I'm just like walking down the side of the road with this like, you know, mega gulp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, regular coke super 32 ounce gulp <clears throat> it's good though of course. um yeah so i think everybody kind of had to walk in the middle of the day because the race starts at noon yeah. to make you run through the hottest part of the day what, what were they saying the the winner was the same winner this year and last year but it, he was like 25 minutes slower 25 minutes slower this year and like a lot of the times of the people who ran it twice were 25 minutes slower yeah um and it felt like that i mean i i haven't run this 50k before but i was about an hour slower than my normal 50k and part of that would be like i'm slower because of the injury um but part of that was also the weather and definitely the weather the smart thing to do when it's that hot i mean it was in the 90s and very humid um like you can try to push through it, but it's not going to help you. Like you're going to really feel like crap and it does, it really drains your system. The much smarter thing to do in races like that is to walk through the heat of the day. Cause you're going to be running for like seven, eight, nine hours, you know? So what are you walking? You're walking a 16, 18 minute mile, like 20, if you're doing a easy walk versus running a 12 or 13, cause it's so hot. That's right. You're not stopped. I mean, you're you're still moving forward. Yeah. I mean, you lose 20 minutes or something over the course of, you know, those three hours. It it doesn't actually affect your time all that much in terms of how much you slow down then, but it makes it so much easier to pick up later. Because once it got to be like 4.30 p.m., I was like, okay, like it's, it's dropped off just enough that like I can start running. And I ran very strong the rest of the race. Yeah, you didn't stop after after that at all because it was wasn't ridiculously hot and humid yeah. yeah you kept being there and i was like okay like now i'm good like I yeah put you some skipped water in here. you skipped one of the rest stops or yep. me me rest stop me being the rest stop you're like it's good i got another three miles i'm, I'm good to go yeah yep. um so it was really good and i remembered how much i missed these races and uh i signed up for the night train 50k in virginia um which is a race i've run before twice i dnf'd it once that was in my string of dnfs i think i had dnf'd the keys 100 and then i tried to do this the 50k at farmville at the night train and dnf that too it was a very bad stretch we did an episode of this podcast about that yeah um but i had run it once before successfully and i was like all right this is good you know it's got plenty of time and um it's a night race that's why it's got that name so it starts at 5 30 p.m on a saturday so I was like, great, I will take the 7 a.m. flight out of Key West and yep. connect. You can't, Farmville's like the middle of Virginia. So Richmond was the closest airport and it's still an hour and a half drive away. So I'm going to take the very earliest morning flight out of Key West, go through Atlanta. And there's a flight that'll get me into Richmond at around noon. And then. Still got to do packet pickup. But still, I mean, the race is at 5.30. Packet, it's a small race. That's like, right. You can, you, go to five. Up, you can go at 5. Absolutely. Up, yeah. um, so I just got to, like, get my rental car. It's an hour and a half drive. I got a big buffer for flights being delayed. Checking into the hotel. But I don't have to check into the hotel. Like, I'm just going to have my stuff. I I can show up at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Many hours la- late from what it's supposed to be, and it'll be fine. Um, and then I'll just you know, stay overnight. And I, I would have been back by like 8 PM the next day. 
and uh, Delta canceled my flight, which is a thing that's happening to everybody. And they're like, so the 7 a.m. flight out of Key West has been canceled. Um, so here, we put you on this flight and you'll get in to Richmond at 7 p.m. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> the race is half over. The race starts at 5.30. Uh, so I didn't run that race. Yeah, that's a sign. That's a sign. I was like, there was a lot going on and I was like, oh, do I really want to do all of this stuff to like go run this 50K in Virginia? I don't know. And then when it was canceled, I was like, all right, well, choice has been taken away. Was that when I was picking up Nacho? It wasn't. It wasn't. I can't remember. It was all in that. There was a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so that's that's all the running that has been run up until tonight. Extremely epic race tonight. Uh, 5K in Key West. It was, you know. You ran this one. It's a 5K. You know, it's you can't you can't kind of like a 50. You can't buy that extreme a race. <laughs> it did have a medal. It had a medal, and it was a you know it's a whole. It was interesting lining up. It's not a huge race, right? Because it's in Key West. A few hundred people. A few hundred people. They have a kind of a hard time finding five kilometers you can run in, but they do close half the road. <laughs> for the runners and but it was a weird um milling about at the start you know there's guys still drinking their bud light out of the koozie hmm. um and they're little kids you know there's clearly families who are running it and then there are like guys who are you know they look more fast <laughs> <laughs> they look fast they're serious they're, they're kind of they got the headphones in you know they're they're all serious and then you you know it's only a it's only a 5k i say but it it is fairly quick right you're you're yeah i mean i was sweating buckets by the end because it was still 85 degrees or something but you know the sun had gone down mostly um and everything kind of spread out on the on the run a lot of people started fast and faded there was a lot yes. of walkers after two miles which oh my god which you know, we're used to for marathons, but people walking after 17 miles seems more legitimate than people walking after two. The people we're running with said that they saw some people like heaving after two miles. <laughs> yeah. So there could have been various states of alcohol, inebriation, you know, hungoverness, people going to brunch beforehand. Who knows? It's, oh, it's Key West. Yeah. It started at 7.30 p.m. So I don't think dinner. hungover. They're yeah. drunk yeah. They from had, the day. They had happy hour. <clears throat> and then we're like, we'll do a 5K. Yep. And then it was hot. And if you go out too fast, you can really, you can really pay for it. Yep. I mean, it's uh, a weird, it's a weird mix of sprint and run. Yeah. I mean, I've done this race before and it always reminds me that I run a lot farther than most people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's yep. a lot of people who are like, oh man, it's a 5K, which like, of course, right? Like for a lot of people, like you work very hard to go run a 5K and it's just like your perspective gets warped when you're constantly <laughs> like today. I wonder if I saved this email. I was telling Ingo, like I got an email. I kept it. All right. So I got an email and the subject line is Sea Hunt Ultra 234. And I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> I haven't heard of this 234 mile ultra. It must be. Does it have vert? It, the, it, but the from is from next door. And I was like, oh, this must be some weird kind of like fishing scheme because like nobody on next door is going to be emailing about a 230 mile ultra marathon. And I clicked it and the Sea Hunt 
Ultra 234 is a model of boat <laughs> that somebody is selling. There. It is absolutely what a race would be named, right? The, mm -hmm. the, the, the sea hunt would be, you'd be racing from like mountain to sea and it would be a 234-mile Ultra. Yeah. That absolutely would be the name. It's actually just this guy selling his 2013 <laughs> Z-Hunt Ultra boat. Nobody's thinking about ultra marathons <laughs> or running. It's that it's even humanly possible to run 234. Well, I was like, oh, 234 miles. That sounds like an interesting race. That's not impossible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could uh, do. What's the time? What's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? Yeah. Usually you get like five days for those 200 <laughs> milers. Uh, yeah. So, you know. You're warped, is what you're saying, is you're warped. And a 5K is different. I'm not trying to minimize a 5K. I mean, I ran hard for this 5K. And uh, I I mean, I remember very clearly how much training went into being able to run my first 5K. Yeah, I ran, I mean, it's three miles, right? And and I ran pretty hard. And like after a <laughs> mile, mile and a half, you're like, oh, I'm only halfway done? Yeah. This is actually kind of hard. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, it's not like it's a huge public marathon you know there's there's a bunch of volunteers making sure you don't go into you know take the wrong turn but there aren't a lot of spectators no you know, the, the volunteers cheer you on mm -hmm. and granted it's a half hour a little bit longer than half an hour but you know you do you get you feel it after 15 minutes you're you're yeah. like i i wish it were over right now <laughs> because that's kind of how i planned it but now i'm only halfway done yeah so it's a, it's a you know it's legit but it feels a lot different to be like, oh, I'll be done fairly soon. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't run with a camelback. Yeah. And there was a one water stop even. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty fun. But the best part of this race is that it ends on the beach and there's rum and pizza. And, you know, there were a lot of snacks and various alcoholic beverages aside from the rum. Free beer and free rum is not bad. No. And like as much as you want of it, just come and ask and they'll make you more. So... It's yeah. a very fun race. Highly recommend. It's part of the Hemingway days down here. So it's always the, kind of this weekend in July. <laughs> it's funny how I, I was looking around going, are you a Hemingway guy? Are you anyone who had a white beard? I was just like, are you a Hemingway guy? Are you trying to be Hemingway? They have a Hemingway lookalike contest. Um, during which, this week. During right? this weekend. Yeah. yeah. I think I feel like they're auditioning all the time. <laughs> there, there might be judges like planted at every event oh interesting i don't know are about you, how hemingway are you <laughs> sir anyway it's a very fun race and uh it was good to check that off so that's the last thing i'm signed up for until the london marathon in october yeah i mean that's you're in there so you're going to that you got I know. flights and everything i'm i'm a little worried but i used a lot of miles so i'm flying in first class so i've got a little pod <laughs> um pretty nice it's, it's very nice but i mean i've accumulated a lot of miles and haven't been going too many places sure, so. yeah, yeah, yeah um i'm gonna have a little pod obviously be super masked i got a personal air filtration like hepa filter that it's it kind of is like desk sized it looks kind of like a travel coffee mug size um that i'm gonna put in my pod so i am as safe as one can be all right so we'll talk more about that when it's time um so yeah it's gonna be cool it's a little bit more sparse than our busiest marathon years certainly yeah. so there you go that that's kind of the update we'll talk more about other running stuff later hopefully but we were motivated tonight so yeah. there, there it is and just to recap it's been super hot in the keys you've even felt the heat in your 
you know, training runs. Yeah, maybe we'll do a running in the heat. I don't oh. want to talk all about it tonight, but maybe we'll do one later. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, off you go. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, go out and run. We're back, baby. Bye. Bye. <laughs>